a very warm welcome to our Whispers of the Soul podcast, where we host conscious conversations with a spiritual and soulful twist. We and our guest speakers talk about life-changing events orchestrated from our soul, so that we can raise the profile of our quieter and more softer voice that comes from our intuition. So stay with us for your next soul download. Whispers of the soul. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Whispers of the Soul. I'm Sally. And I'm Sibby. And we're super excited today to be joined by a very special guest, Emma Griffin. Um, And so before we bring Emma in, I'd like to tell you, um, listeners, a little bit about Emma. Um, So Emma is a UK-based author who is a witch living in Cornwall, love Cornwall, mm. um, dedicated over two decades of her own spiritual growth and well-being by living the teachings that she shares, drawing upon her ancestral wisdom, her life experiences and the spiritual teachings she has learned along the way. Emma has created a worldwide community through her work as a witch. She is known for her guidance medicine readings. They sound awesome. They do. Um, her sisterhood circles and her lifestyle. Uh, described as down-to-earth, warm-hearted, compassionate, and the real-life Molly Weasley. (laughs) Emma brings her magical practices and witchy wisdom to modern-day life in a relatable way, which is so important, but relatable way. Um, She's also uh, releasing a new book, which we will get on to a bit later on in the in the show but for right now she's passionate about helping other women to find their authentic selves and align to their soul path the greatest gift that you can give to the world is just being yourself um so a very very warm welcome emma thank you for asking me on this it's really exciting it is exciting we can't i mean there's just so much um you know that that excites me when I look at your offerings and your website and obviously follow you on your Instagram account but I think you know this idea of of helping people kind of step into their true self and be authentic um you know that's been a a long old journey I feel um to be able to do that and and for you to Mm. offer that and create that space I think is so important um but just for people listening I'm wondering if you could just kind of I don't know, maybe give a summary as to how um, you came to do this sort of work and, you know, being a witch for people that are yeah. curious about that. <laughs> well, my mum was a witch, okay. so I was being brought up in like a Harry Potter world. My daughter is also a witch. She's 23, so she was initiated, I think, last year by me. So, wow. so yeah, that was really special. Um, so I stepped onto witchcraft because I was told I wouldn't be able to have children by a tarot reader. And I was very young at the time. I was with the class about 18 or 19 at this huge spiritual fair, which obviously I don't think anyone should tell anyone that. No. I just stole all my mum's witchcraft books, set up an altar and did it to the T every single day. And I initiated myself and then I just carried on living that path. So I was about 20... 21, 22 when I started, but I did it in a Wiccan way. So it was very traditional and I just just worked through the book and did everything I possibly could. And I fell pregnant at 23. Um, and I've always kept it private. 
And mm. my mom always said, you know, don't wear a pentagram, don't actually tell anyone you're a witch because you'll be persecuted, you'll be judged, and it's not safe. Yeah. So he was a well-known tarot reader and an artist, so I kept it very, very private. And then I was actually a editorial fashion photographer. So I did that for over a decade. I've been an interior designer. I've worked in the fashion industry most of my life. And then my dad passed away in 2019. And then my mum passed away a year later. Care for my mum. And I put her pentagram on, which is what I wear every day. Mm. Yeah, I just started up a business called Sacred Space at the time just to help my mum through her cancer treatment. So I thought, because she, we, you know, I was living a spiritual life privately and I was a Reiki master anyway. So I thought, oh, I'll create a space to help her. Mm-hmm. And then I needed to obviously cover the rent of that studio. So I started sharing online and opening up like a couple of days a week for people to come for healing. And then the more I started sharing on social media, it just literally exploded. Mm-hmm. And I never planned that. I never even thought anyone would be interested, to be honest. And when she passed, I thought, I'm not going to hide. I'm just going to share this. So that's how it happened. How gorgeous wow. is that? Yeah, yeah. So almost a gift from your mum in a way then that, you yeah. know, wasn't it? It was sort of that. Yeah. that's what brought you to to share it. And yeah. and um, yeah. how wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how like one thing can happen as well with that, like that tarot, the tarot reader who told you that you couldn't have yeah. children yeah I'm guessing like growing up sorry yeah. go on. I always knew that magic can you know is around because obviously I grew yeah. up doing seances on the Sunday afternoon with my mum and my dad <laughs> and my brother so you know it was that's what was my life and I was talking and playing with the dead at four and my parents never said it was wrong so I kept that gift yeah which yeah. is unusual because a lot of people mm. switch off from it, don't they? Um, yeah. I know I did. I got to sort of early teens and I was literally hearing voices in my head at that point. If if I'd have probably gone down the medical route, they would have probably diagnosed yeah. me with schizophrenia <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah. But I knew for yeah. some reason, even though my family yeah. weren't that way minded, that it was spirit. Um, so cut myself off and I think that's really yeah. typical to go through a period where you cut off so to hear a story where that's mm. fine and that's normal mm. and that's encouraged is amazing really yeah so I've done that with my children obviously yeah. and I've involved them in rituals and things like that and then my daughter's like getting more and more interested plus she could see obviously losing her nanny she could see my development as well with social media and how people were loving it instead of hating it and she was like I, I want to do this too yeah. yeah and that's that's interesting actually because you know when you were saying about your mum that mm. she was kind of saying don't really talk about this and you know it's kind of more of a secret and don't wear the pentagram and yeah myself and Sibby were talking before about um this idea of the witch wound or this persecution that mm. kind of women potentially more than men feel um I'm not saying that no men do, um, you know. Yeah, but I think it's more blocks, but definitely women. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you wanted to ask about that. Well, I just I, I've I've been reading about the witch wound because I've always seen it as um, a collective, um, yeah, for, for persecution that happened to us. That yeah. I feel like I sometimes feel like I carry that the pain of our collective persecution, and I think a lot of women feel like that, don't they? Yeah, they um, do. You know, and I feel like like 
how do you how can we start to um heal that you know is there something is there a step people can take an initial step to to start to heal that in themselves would you say yeah I think well most of us well I I think all women have it because ancestors would have been around and heard and felt the fear and that's gone through DNA into our you know into our energy so there is I think as well with society we're sort of putting things on social media of all this pressure and all of this unrelatable lifestyles that are shown to us that we can't match up and the mental health situation as well that's risen um I think we need to create more of a sisterhood I think we need to go back to like way 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 back you know when the men used to go off and hunt and get food and we would sit by a fire and help each other bring up children and help each other as a sisterhood so I think we need to stop the judgment and really come from a place of love more and be more compassionate and call in a a real sisterhood because that's so important to have the right women in your life yes absolutely yes I agree. And I think we were also talking about groups of women, weren't we? Mm -hmm. And how, um, you know, sort of perhaps when you're not necessarily when you're younger, but perhaps you're not in the right space or the right, you haven't got the right people around you. And and there can be this quite negative group of women. (laughs) And and you can pick up on that, can't you? And feel quite, and and that's such a shame because Mm -hmm. the power of women when we're really aligned and um beautiful it's absolutely beautiful I remember like you know like going to the school gates to pick up your kids at primary school I used to hate it because it's so much negative energy and everyone was just looking at you up and down and judging you with you know how much money do you earn what is your husband you know all this stuff yeah I just can't stand this yeah no I think a lot of women can relate to that and mm. have experienced that and for me I I separated from my partner when um, my youngest was only just turned one mm. so I kind of and I've brought them upon my own which I'm very well proud done. of um, but there was that stigma around oh she's single she's yeah. doing it on her own she you know and and also I'd be talking to Amber about you know my Black Panther spirit guide and um yeah. Oracle cards and I bet that went down really well at school. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my mum has a spirit animal. <laughs> it's like, oh god, <laughs> school playground, you know. Um, so yeah, I probably didn't do myself any favors. But <laughs> no, that's beautiful. But yeah. I just love this. Um, this I don't know. It's when you were talking about I, when you started to share and it kind of blew up on Instagram, it's almost, I don't know, I feel like there's an invitation for an opening, for a, a revisit of that space to be more open-hearted and connected yeah. and, you yeah. know, working through from the heart and the soul as opposed to kind of the ego structure. Yeah. Do you, would yeah. you think that that is? I mean, it was hard because I was, I was good to sort of like, well, part of the week I was creating content for other brands like showing their story and I just thought well for this other Instagram account that I had which was my my personal one I thought I'll just share my life and take photos of my home and just talk about things that I've learned that helped me through darker times and mm. challenges and stuff like that and then when we had lockdown and I lost my studio I had to just pull the plug from that I thought oh now this business is finished as well as the photography business I didn't know what to do 
And then obviously I found Zoom and that's when I went global. So I could actually help women all over the world, mainly women. I do help men as well. Um, but yeah, and that was really good. I think it was perfect timing as well. Mm-hmm. I think everyone was struggling and they needed that connection. Mm-hmm. And I needed a community. I was I was so used to being on like big photo shoots or with people. I really missed that community of other people. So Zoom was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And there was sort of a neck like I, I know you talk there's um you've got a video on your website um where you're talking about the lockdown and how people well I think you were asked was it lockdown and, and you said yes because yeah. there was people were looking inward weren't they but yes. also I think people were looking at nature weren't they yeah in a different way and actually realizing the healing the healing power of it and suddenly people who people were sort of when you were when you weren't maybe allowed to be outdoors as much you know you, it made people realize actually I really need to be outdoors yeah, and I think there was medicine. Quite, yeah there was quite a shift wasn't there yeah so it makes yeah. sense well it's sort of yeah yeah it was divine time yeah. <laughs> and I just thought I'm not going to have a plan with this I don't have huge selling or marketing or I don't I'm not I'm just against all of that I was just well, I'll just share and yeah. that's just happened like that so and I have a wonderful community especially on Instagram just amazing amazing people which has brought me wonderful opportunities so yeah 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 that is and uh, you know we have um a group uh, a, a group of women don't we that we mm. connect every week on zoom and mm. it is a bit like that soul tribe um feeling you know where you can just show up and be yourself and not worry and yeah um yeah talk about weird and wondrous things very supportive very (laughs) supportive um group I think we've all everybody in that group has really felt that they needed that that sisterhood and and yeah yeah I mean your husband's are great or partners or your children amazing but a sisterhood around you is just it's another level I mean when I was sharing more about the witchy side I had a lot of people literally cancel me just emailed me so I can't be associated with you you're talking about death or magic I can't and it really that did trigger me because I thought oh my mm. god the in my face right now <laughs> and that was like my mom's right um but I remember sitting there and just really asking the universe to show me my women bring in the real friends yeah um, I had the, I've now got this wonderful coven which is obviously my daughter's part of it as well so this lovely wisdom that goes around we yeah. all help each other we all celebrate each other it's just beautiful mm. with the events and the sister circles they've had more women want to join that and so it's got this lovely I think it's like 20 women that all know each other and mm. it's all in the UK it's beautiful yeah that sounds amazing it is and, yeah. I, and I think that you know, uh, just as you're talking there about some of those reactions that came from people that had, you know, had a bit of maybe more of a shadow view uh, of, of what they believed being a witch is about. Yeah. You know, on the flip side of that, you're kind of almost remodeling in a way of mm. what it is actually about by being out there, by being who you are and how you work. And, you know, people need to start to connect again with that and start to realize it's not as scary as you know the movies make out and it's yeah well there is some there is some oh, my, yes. my mum's um witchcraft was completely different to my witchcraft so how I describe 
my mum, she's more like a Maleficent. I'm more Molly Weasley. So it's very, <laughs> my mum was all sex and power and where I'm more health and happiness. You know, it's a lot yeah. more gentle. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the same with any, any modality or anything. Cause you can, mm. you can take something, can't you? And you can work with it in different ways. But mm. I think what happens, the danger is when people go into the generalization of, yeah. Yeah. You know, well, trying mm. to box it into meaning it's just this. And so yeah. it's nice to kind of have that also showcased in a way, isn't it? To, yeah. For people yeah. to identify. Um, yeah. I wonder for people that's curious, could you, uh, you know, <laughs> let people know a little bit more about the, the witch side and what that might entail or, you know, what I do and stuff? Yeah. 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 Um, it's, well, I guess it's like a, like a religion. Really, I um, honor myself and I took a long time and still, I don't think you ever stop learning, but you take a <laughs> long time to know who you are mm-hmm. and you also heal all the traumas and the stuff that's gone behind. Um, I live fully in the present moment, so I don't have future goals. There's things I like to probably have in my life, but I don't. I'm fully in the present moment. I work with the seasons and nature and the moon phases. I work with herbs, crystals. I do banishing, letting go, um, removing things in my life. I manifest with magic. Mm. I use elements. I use everything around me, really. And I also work with the dead. And I do work in different dimensions as well. So, Mm. yeah, I'm using all the magic that's around me, within me. And everyone has this. Yeah. All free. Yeah, that's Mm. me. I love, yeah, because you... you I know you you talk on your um on your sort of I suppose it's like your mission statement but um <laughs> I don't like that expression but um, you say <laughs> connecting with an intelligent universe which I I love that particular yeah. phrase because it reminds us that we like you say we've got the access yeah. to all of this these free resources <laughs> this yeah. free magic and 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 I suppose um witchcraft for you gives you that connect that that way of connecting to that yeah Yeah, I'm just with energy yeah using it either to let go of something or call something in yeah nothing horrible nothing harmful I don't do anything awful to anyone else I've never do that no No. love spells or anything like that yeah. I do self love, but I don't do them spell. Oh, <laughs> darn it! <laughs> that was going to be my next question. <laughs> She's after a love spell. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Might um, be more like practical magic, won't be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you? Um, I'm curious about like, um, how do you see nature? So, do you see nature as Mother Nature or a spirit? Yeah, okay. another energy entity that I can communicate to and work with. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting because everybody has different. Yeah. I think every everything is connected. Yeah, and we've all probably been a tree or a bird, or yeah. you know, we've all had these lifetimes, so mm. it's connected. So you know, you can ask a tree for guidance, and then you could sit and meditate on a beach and connect to an ancestor and ask for guidance you know it's all this stuff around us that is literally just there to help us on our way Mm, you don't have to have all the flash things you don't have to buy all of the you know I could do the same magic without all my tools just with you know a few plants in the garden or something same thing yeah and I think as well going back to that idea of the intelligent universe you know mother is part of that isn't isn't she and I, I remember having a bit of a 
aha moment, probably around the beginning of lockdown, where I was thinking everything we need to know, Mother Earth already knows or she has the answer to. Um, And I know, you know, if you think back to um, collecting certain herbs or working in that way, you know, for healing and kind of how far we've come we won't go hits our yeah. the podcast but how far we've come away from that with more of the ph- pharmaceutical approach you know as opposed mm-hmm. to the the natural approach um but it's just it's it's just so yeah. vast yeah everything we need is there around us or within us mm-hmm. everything yeah 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 it's a shame that we you know it we're is, getting outside stuff or the people having to pay for things that they don't need and mm. yeah it's just but then that society programming us to not go within and not to connect to yeah. nature yeah there's like there's a system that's built up isn't that around us yeah it's not I think lockdown is partly woken us up from that I think lockdown, yes. because so many people have gone inwards they have had this you know rebirth and spiritual awakening and I don't think spiritual awakenings are a joy I think they can be quite you know yeah quite intense and awful um so I think that has actually helped a lot of people but then a lot of people have just gone back to this muggle world and you can have a you can uh, what I've learned as I think you probably learned is you can have a spiritual way you know you can feel awakened and you've progressed spiritually and then you can just go and I think that's that's what you learn as well isn't it that you know that that this is a a process that you it is continuous it's not like you're suddenly boom I'm enlightened you know and I'm going to feel like this forever and no because stuff there's a for one there's a system around you that that is trying you know to keep you in in its um clutches Mm -hmm. I suppose and also that it's all you're just always growing and learning aren't you yeah and I I love that yeah yeah I love that I think we always have to do the work on ourselves take responsibility for our past and sort of force ourselves into the present moment I think that's been the hardest thing for people that come Mm -hmm. to see they're like I want to know my purpose I'm like you've got to know who you are first Mm. you've got to give yourself some time everyone has time yeah I was going to ask you about that actually with the work that you do, if there's mm. any sort of common themes that you're finding. Always, always my purpose, right? My love life, um, career path and mm, how to live a more magical life. What And the witch brain yeah. is throughout everything. I can't possibly do that. I can't possibly speak my truth because mm. so the witch wound is everything. So Yes, yes yeah it's it's sort of acting as a block or you know preventing yeah they will not be seen they will not stand forward for what they believe in because they're worried that someone else is gonna persecute them yeah we've we've talked about this a few times actually this uh, this idea of coming out of the spiritual closet because i know for for me that was a process as well and there are certain people where i i won't talk about it because i know it's just there's no point but I think there's always, for me, I always have these little antennas on and I think this person's potentially open a little bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Drop something in. It might be safe to say something about energy. Or... <laughs> yeah. Well, the last couple of years, it really taught me to actually 
because I, I used to hold back a lot like that. And I would do, I would also, even with family, and I'd be like, oh, should I mention this? And I'd be like, oh, I'll keep that to myself. And you'd be exhausted because you're like stopping your thoughts. And and I'm obsessed with the throat chakra. So I have to, because I've made a commitment to myself to honor myself, speak my truth. So I will just say, doesn't matter if someone you know then judges me because then I'll just take a moment and just project them love and positive positivity mm. doesn't matter because it's their story it's completely different to mine and I'm just further on in mine I do care what they think but I don't really care if they're you know thinking I'm weird or stupid or here she goes again you know I don't really care no no I like that I like the thing the idea of it's not it's not my business what they think that's what yeah. I, I kind of say to myself now. Their story and their healing that's all it is and they'll catch up yeah. so I'd rather mirror to them you know how happy I am and yeah. how old I am than their stress yeah I think that's better there's a lot of there's a lot of fear isn't there from mm. uh, if I've said anything you know and uh, people so I, I was around um, a friend's house and um, I took some oracle cards and mm. one of the friends that was there her dad her mom and dad called in and and he was like oh god what are you doing oh and he, he had this really Frightened. adverse reaction mm. and you know and it did feel judgmental but I, I remember being in the space thinking this fear that he's got mm. around this is his fear based on his experiences and his belief yeah and mm-hmm. it, i think if he can separate that out and then it's not about you yeah yeah it's not a projection on you personally yeah yeah you know and does it really matter if he's scared of a few oracle cards <laughs> i mean i, I did resist really- uh, i did resist the urge to chase him around the house with him you know <laughs> <laughs> been so good Oh, better not I do let's think... get the scrabble board out <laughs> <laughs> safe is safe with that <laughs> but i do find on the flip side of that though i've found that as i've as i've over the past well oh, over my life i suppose but gradually come mm. out of the spiritual closet as it were that mm. that that the the more the more confident you are in doing that and the, the less that you hold on to the outcome of it the the better the response you get from people yeah I've never had many horrible no. things said to me no. everything my mum said well didn't actually happen I've had a few messages probably two on Instagram that I'm gonna go to hell and I'm like okay you know okay. That's, that's it okay <laughs> and you just block it. It. <laughs> you know yeah. but no one's actually said anything awful to my face no no nobody um even interviews or anything like that I was nervous because if you're on a, a live interview and they suddenly you think oh and I've always had really lovely feedback so but I think your energy is so is so beautiful as well and I think that through through that you're and also just the the way you're living your life is giving others permission isn't it so by yeah. sharing your truth you're giving other people permission to to, yeah. to open themselves to that to theirs you know all yeah. the potential exactly. of their of their lives have yeah. you ever had anything like really um sort of have you ever been in a ritual or or you know out in nature and had something really kind of wow happen do, do you know what i mean bad. Oh, either, 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 either. I'm just really interested. Um, yes, actually, I live in a little small village and there is a beautiful woodland 
which I will not go to because I've I used to do ghost little tours. Okay. <laughs> when I first moved to Cornwall, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do that because that's what I'm used to. <laughs> and um, I took people out and they had little old digital cameras then. And I just call out spirit. I did it with another witch, so I was I was safe. And I would take photos, and then the spirits would come out. So you'd be bitten or punched, or so that could be. So I won't go back there because that's one of my most frightening places. And I actually live five minutes, but it's beautiful. So I've had lots of things like that. If you're gonna mock them like I did and call them out, they are gonna do things. Um, I've had also beautiful things as well where you've done I've done like ceremonies or the initiation I did for my coven I did that for each of them it was so beautiful we had so many weird like beams of light come through the forest um we had butterflies went all over my daughter is I've had some real beautiful like you're gonna cry when you you know when you're in that moment so you feel so grateful to see all this magic in front of you yeah. so yeah I've had I've had like the best and the worst bits. <laughs> yes, yeah. But like you say, uh, I like the the way you're you're saying that you're sort of almost taunting. You know, it's it's almost it's like what you put in, you'll you'll get yes. back. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I do respect the spirit world, but obviously, yeah. um, and I, I was, my mum did do the Ouija boards, and and I do do a Ouija board on Halloween, so I do do that, but I do it very safely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do I wouldn't drink alcohol or you know muck about or and make sure everyone is in the same you know energy vibe as well yeah. so you have to respect that and also yeah. it's like the living people you're gonna meet people who are really lovely and you're gonna meet some real troubled people it's aim in the spirit world yeah exactly be careful who you're opening up to because there is bad as well yeah yeah and I think that's sometimes you know the the danger aspect, particularly if you know, with the younger kids and they think they're doing it just for a kick or some fun, and there is no kind of respect there mm. really mm. in place. Or yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about your book that <laughs> um yes. that you can pre-order now, but she sold out of the pre-orders oh, already. Oh wow, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> that's awesome congratulations yeah, wonderful <laughs> but it's actually out on halloween but it's really when i was asked to write a book i was shocked because i'm very dyslexic and i didn't have that on my career path at all but it's been amazing absolutely amazing to do it and my editor and my publisher david and charles have just been so wonderful and i've also done an audio book as well and it was actually my, I've never read a whole book before. So reading my book was my first ever book to read. So that was really cool. That is really uh, cool. So it's, it's very gentle. It's sort of like mixing spirituality with witchcraft. So it's a very gentle way to go into witchcraft. Mm-hmm. It's explaining how to start from your home and make a container of wellness and mm-hmm. different rituals you can do and practices, how to find your authentic self how to meditate and journal, all those things. And then in the back, there is the rituals for the Sabbaths as well. And there's two special ones as well that I've added in. One is a birthday ritual and one is a grief ritual. I was going to ask you if there's any illustrations or photography, yeah. you know, given that's your background. Well, they asked me and I was like, yeah, it's probably better if I do it because I'll probably be a nightmare trying to do it for the else. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, <laughs> not quite like that. Months, well, I had eight months <laughs> to write this book and I've never written a book. And then we had to make sets at home because I obviously wanted to photograph and the things weren't in, in season. I think I was shooting summer and winter and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but it was really good fun. Really, really good fun. So, yeah. I'm pretty smitten with the first book. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And amazing that it's your first book you've read as well. Yeah. Um, we will put in the show notes the information about it. But uh, what's the book's title? Find Your Soul Path. I, I have read the um, the sort of blurb about it. And I was like, that is on my Christmas list. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound amazing. And I think I think it's it's it sounds perfect for someone like me who's very interested in nature connection and you know but hasn't actually take hasn't actually sort of experimented with any women or anything so it sounds yeah and I've written it for like aimed it as busy women or busy women who's probably just woken up in lockdown and is probably interested in crystals and hearing the word witchcraft this is the perfect book yeah and I think as well the the bit of the the ritual and you know marking certain events and things you know uh, I know I at, at first, years ago, I couldn't really understand it. You know, when people started talking about lighting certain candles of, of certain colour or doing ribbons. And and the longer I kind of looked into it, the more I realised it's really about the practice and, and honing all of your energy and focus in, in yes. that way. It's more about that. Um, obviously, there's a lot more to it. But that's mm. the other thing I think that we've kind of, lost a little bit in society we can't, everything's just so quick and brushed over yeah. and, um yeah. all those bypassing as well in this spiritual media do you see that when there's a lot of people just saying oh you're feeling depressed and so I just burn it and then you'll feel fine you know it's a little bit more than that yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> because it's about the intention isn't it you've got to yeah. be so really intent- in that present moment and really do the work not just yeah. write down something and burn it in a full moon because the next full moon you're going to do it again and again and again yeah. and and that's so key that really do the work because you know yeah. I think that you <clears throat> I've had people approach me sometimes um for healing or whatever and I think they th- they think I'm going to come in and we're going to do some healing and then I'm going to be good. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. Where, where's your accountability in this yeah. uh, process? Yeah. It's hard to do the way because we're, women are mainly putting other people first. Yeah. yeah. yeah especially mums put them and say, like, you've got to commit and honor yourself. They really restrict that. They're like, oh, I can't, I don't know if I can do that. I don't have time. I don't, I don't know what to do. They have no idea. Where if I said, you know, put your kids first, they'd be fine. I certainly learned that um, yeah. hard way, probably, like many women, where, where you realise that if you're giving from a, yeah. an empty an empty cup, like you're not, you've yeah. got to fill your own cup, haven't you? And Yeah, so important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the world's oh. going to get faster, isn't it? As well, oh so god, slow down. It's going to be yeah. There's so so many people are also, and I, I I'm kind of wondering if frequency or sort of the you know the idea of the how we understand dimensions has got a role in this, but in the sense of everything feels sped up. You know, it's it's mm. almost like when you're in that state of creative flow and you've lost two hours and you're like, oh, mm. it. I don't know. There's some resemblance of that for me in in where we're headed, but um, yeah. yeah, that's a total different podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. We have to have a different whole episode. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> um, oh, brilliant. Thank you so much. Well, Emma, if, if people, for people listening, if they want to find out more about you or they want to work with you, um, mm-hmm. some of your gorgeous offerings, how, I mean, I will put everything in the show notes, but how will they go about that? It's probably Instagram is probably the best place to find me, Emma Griffin Witch. Um, that one's the same on TikTok. And if you Google that as my website, that will come up as well. So, Amazing. yeah. Perfect. thank you That's thank you so much for yeah, joining us so it's been so lovely to chat to lovely. you. you yeah beautiful and uh, yeah my Energy. whole body's just been woo. yeah <laughs> yeah me too awesome <laughs> <laughs> thank you thanks for listening so if you would like to connect to us elsewhere in the multiverse well you can you can find me sally at thecreativeview.co.uk or on Instagram as the.creative.u. For Sibby, her website is healingrights.com and she's also on Instagram as Sibby Rights. Lots of love. See you soon.